Welcome back to the Persuasion Pitch Podcast, or if you are new, welcome. I'm your host, Jess, and here we dig into scams, other unethical business practices, and cults. Hey everyone, I am sitting here with Savannah Marie, and if you are active within the anti-MLM community, then you know who Savannah Marie is. And she <laughs> she's definitely grown so much with her channel, so it's an honor to have her on. And we are going to be talking about paparazzi. Hell yeah, let's do it. Yes, let's Thanks go for it. Thanks for having me on, girl. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, man, paparazzi. So I've always known their shit to be so tacky and disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's tacky. So (laughs) yeah, it's chonky. There's nothing like elegant about any of it. Yeah. I mean, it's $5 jewelry. What what do you really expect though? Right. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with getting a deal on jewelry, but you know, uh, so Savannah, you've done multiple videos on this company so you know all about it in fact a long time ago i thought maybe that you were a rep at one point Uh, no (laughs) no i just you know made a deep dive on it one day and uh it exploded into a bunch of dumb shit (laughs) so so then i just kept covering it because of how dumb everything was yeah i mean it's like a rabbit hole because it is you have these people at the top all, all I know is there's that woman, um, I, get, I think her name's Monica. That crazy like, lady who yeah. uh, threatened or who wants us all to bust our teeth out. Yeah, but no, does, doesn't wish anyone dead because that's not Christian. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm sorry, ma'am, okay. what? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right. So you did a deep dive on it. Like how long ago was that? Almost three years ago. Wow. It was and like then, right after I shaved my head because my hair was really short. <laughs> and I remember that. I remember watching a video and you had like some young living you were talking about and like your like your hair was just starting to grow back or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Forever ago. You've been yeah. involved with the anti-MLM movement for a really long time. Well, I guess three years, three over. Well, I don't know. I'd have to actually look and see. So my, first, my first anti-MLM video was, and I wouldn't even say it was anti-MLM. It was when I quit Lime Life, which would have been four years ago. Okay. It was at the beginning of 2018 or the end of 2017 that I quit Lime Life. Um, yeah. So August, 2018 is when I became involved and it has grown. So you've seen it. Like I have, mm-hmm. it's massive. It's yeah. Massive. A good thing. Good thing. I, I mean, I I see a lot of good in it for sure. I mean, like when I first started, I want to say that like the uh, r slash anti MLM, the subreddit mm-hmm. had to have been less than 200,000 people. And I think now it's coming up on a milli. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, growth. And I mean, I'm pretty sure before I started on YouTube doing that stuff, um, I want to say maybe like Illuminati might have been doing read throughs of r slash anti MLM, but no one was like, I remember that. Yeah. But otherwise, no one was like explicitly just talking about 
MLMs and how shady they are. And like, even after I made that first video, like the next few times I talked about MLMs, I was just goofing off. Like I was just, uh, melting my gold Canyon candle wax or, uh, what was the other one? Oh, I don't know. I bought LuLaRoe on eBay and like made a stupid video about it. Like, I don't know, just like dumb stuff. I was just goofing off and having a good time. Um, but then, you know, over time people start messaging you and being like, oh, hey, I had this experience in an MLM and I, I did this and all this stuff happened. And it's like, you can't ignore it after a certain amount of time, like hearing story after story and getting DM after DM. It's like, they all kind of start building up and you realize that shit, no one's talking about this and it needs to be talked about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's where I was anyway, when I started. Um, so that's kind of why I made the switch over to this content that, and I mean, let's be honest, I'm a YouTuber and people were telling me they wanted to see this content right? because no one else was talking about it. And like a lot of people who are against the anti MLM movement now like to complain about that and be like, see, they're only in it for views. And while I will honestly say that I did make the switch because there was that much of a demand for it. Um, I mean, I didn't jump on a a train that was already like going full steam right. ahead. like there wasn't a train you know <laughs> there wasn't um, yeah there wasn't. it so was I around guess. so that time frame i started researching and the oh, video sorry. that i came across sorry. was it's fine you guys if you hear background <laughs> noise we're just keeping it chill today and relaxed yeah and, i'm I, yeah. i'm sorry i have both of my children here and my husband's at work so i'm <laughs> and my son is homesick so this is real life yeah right now so I looked into Unique first, and I came across Boti with um, Ashley's video. And so after I watched that, I was looking actively daily for videos. And I couldn't, like, I read every article. And I think that when I came across yours, like, it was so long ago. Well, to me, it feel, it wasn't that long ago, but, like, it seems so long ago now because that was just a little surface of everything. I didn't, like, dig to where I looked at like the cult aspect of it. It was just like, you know, but now oh, we yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say that I got into like really the thick of it until I was kind of already making like little tiny videos here and there for at least like a year or maybe even longer. Right. Like, yeah, I didn't realize, I mean, obviously I'd been in two MLMs, but I wouldn't say that it was like a cult experience for me at all. So uh, personally, I didn't realize that sorry, my dogs are freaking out. Um, it's fine. I didn't, I didn't realize that, that that was something that happened too. It's all it, like, for me, it's just been a learning experience from day one. And right. I learn more every day. Me too. Um, yeah. It's wild. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a whole, it is it's nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it is nonstop. So with uh, paparazzi. So I did like a TikTok when they had their convention during COVID and people have died you see like 20 something people uh last i heard was 23 i don't have a list of names or anything that's just the last number yeah. that was uh quoted to me yeah it's 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 really sad and mm -hmm. it's so irresponsible it's irresponsible of this company but we really cannot expect much from an mlm company right um so the most recent thing that happened was they removed on their website it said that the jewelry was lead and nickel free mm -hmm. and then they removed that from their website and people started to take notice to that they silently removed it without saying anything to any anybody 
right. not even their distributors, not even through an email or anything. So the problem with that is that it really left the liability on the distributors. Right. They weren't given a heads up. And it's like, right. and meanwhile, they're just like advertising, oh, it's still lead nickel free. It's like, well, <laughs> have you seen the website? <laughs> the yeah. only reason anyone found out about it is because the anti-MLM slash anti-paparazzi people found out about it and right. started talking about it. Yeah. Otherwise, no one would have known. Yeah, it's so dangerous, man. I'm telling you. So crack. So I, I'm just now starting to scrape the surface of all of this with the lead and nickel. I know that Crack the Crown, which is um, a Facebook group and um, a Facebook page, they have all types of social media, right? So they, how did you learn about them or did they learn about you making Oh my God. Come to <laughs> it's, you? Or? It's a long story because um, Jerry, Geraldine, one of the people on Crack the Crown, I made a video like re reacting to her reaction to the paparazzi convention deaths uh -huh. and i didn't know i didn't know jerry i blurred out her face in the video because i usually do for most people i feature on my channel but yeah i blurred out jerry's face and um god i don't even remember how it happened but i ended up sending jerry a message well i think what it was was that jerry made another video after that and someone sent it to me and she said something like no savannah marie like you don't have to blur out my face like you can you can use this video and, and i was just like shit did i piss her off so because like i liked her from the beginning i was like i vibe with her like she's a no holds barred like super i don't know in your face like i love that i love that energy i don't she is the opposite of meek you know <laughs> like she's she tells it like it is and you know she's no one bullshit and i mean I yeah, no bullshit she calls herself feisty and while i do admit that sometimes she she gets a little too feisty uh, and needs to re reel it back in a little bit um i just knew immediately that i i liked her like and so i i felt bad because I thought that she was definitely mad at me for making that video. So I sent her a message and I just basically said, like, I'm sorry if, you know, if you're upset, like I, I didn't ever want to upset you. And somehow I think we just started talking. I don't even remember how I got in touch with Tracy. Like it just kind of all happened. And then I was like, Tracy, do you want to be on my channel? And that was the first time I ever talked to Tracy was on the interview I did with her and Caroline. Yeah. Because she had she had just been on Roberta Blevins podcast. It was just kind of like a mixture of things. Yeah, everything was really intertwined. And then um, on that interview with Tracy and Caroline, I did on my channel. Um, Tracy asked me. She was like, "Hey, uh, we need a mediator for this <laughs> for this crack the cra or uh, tea time we're doing. Uh, do you want to do it?" And at first I was, oh, "Oh no, no, this was on the Tuesday tea time that they okay. do on on." Yeah, it was the the time that they had Patricia Shevlin on. Do you remember that video that I posted it on my channel? It's like three hours long. No, <laughs> I don't know. Patricia Shevlin is the one who um, they brought her on to kind of do like a debate. And then she ended up like super gaslighting everybody and rage quitting towards the end. It was, I don't know. I highly recommend watching it, but she got exposed. Oh, pretty I'm bad. catching up now. I am catching up now. Uh, the yeah. The last, you just came out with the video today, and then the one before that was the, that woman with the, the Christian, I'm Christian, um, but yeah, yeah there's yeah. so much to it, uh, so actually the first, the only time I ever watched a Facebook live was the other day, I think it was, what was, it? when is tea time, it's Tuesdays, you said? 
Yeah, but like this week, there's been one Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because okay. it's just been emergency tea times. <laughs> it was Wednesday. It yeah. was Wednesday. I watched it, and that was the first time I like I saw Tracy, and they were talking about. I don't remember what they're talking about. But all I remember is Caroline, I think and this is her daughter. Mm-hmm. I was like, she 17. has this beautiful hair. And that's She's really so pretty. I know. <laughs> I'm jealous of it. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's so so they left the company, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started talking about this lead and nickel stuff, right? And then you weighed in on it and yeah so with that actually there is um there's this woman named tamara rubin uh of her website is called lead safe mama and she's got this whole thing about like just she she'll test she has a website where she just kind of tests um certain household objects for lead and th- literally it had to have been at least two years ago she posted an article where she had tested some paparazzi jewelry i made a video about it and then she emailed me and we were kind of talking back and forth i sent her more paparazzi jewelry to test because my um um i know that you had some stuff like you oh had- my god yeah my uh-huh. subscribers sent me a bunch of it and so Maybe i sent that's why I-, I thought you were with them i don't know yeah, no, I uh, I got those all sent to me. Um, my baby's crying. Hold on, let me go get him. <laughs> okay, so while she's away, and this is just a super chill, laid back episode, um, talking to Savannah, and so much has gone on with this company, you guys. Um, it's absolutely insane, <laughs> and it is definitely a rabbit hole. I definitely feel like a. A class action lawsuit could be coming. We saw it with Black Oxygen Organics, with Boo. And, you know, it's definitely possible. And what the crazy thing is, I, it's like I saw, I'm not seeing, but like I knew that this company was on its way out soon. I don't know why, but I did. And yeah, so, and then Savannah's here. So yeah. Yeah. Hi. Sorry. Yeah. And so I I (laughs) feel, and this is what I just said, like I feel like, there's going to be, I know, I like, I know there's going to be a huge class action lawsuit coming. There better uh, be. There freaking better be after and, all this. <laughs> and a shutdown, I feel. You know, it just happened with Boo, and it is definitely possible. It's so possible. Um, I think with Trent and Misty Kirby, who are the CEO founders of Paparazzi, they are very self-centered narcissists. And I don't think that they will, they won't shut paparazzi down unless someone makes them shut paparazzi down. Yeah. So at least, at least with Boo, you know, they, they kind of made, I I mean, it sounds like they made the decision to shut down, but you and I both know that there's a lot more that went on behind the scenes there, but (laughs) um, at, at the very least, it's not like the FDA and health Canada said, Hey, you need to shut down. They just did. So at least, you know, I don't ever see anything like that happening with the Kirby's. Yeah, I'm wondering if, you know, in there there was a lab report that was done by Crack the Crown. So I'm wondering if people are having um, some type of, like, I know that people's skin is breaking out. I am personally allergic to nickel. So I do get like a itchy red bumps mm-hmm. if it's anything nickel, no matter what it is. Yeah. So I'm wondering, and I'm not a medical professional by any means. And neither am I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there anything else that could yes. potentially be happening to these people? 
Yeah, according to now, this is not I don't know anything about this personally, but Jerry has told me, Geraldine, that um, her and many others in the recovering paparazzi Facebook group. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, that there are a lot of people kind of comparing like stories basically saying that the doctors like have never known what was going on with them until you know now all of this is coming out with the lead and stuff and a lot of the doctors are kind of just like this explains a lot so obviously it's not proven and it's not 100 percent but i mean i think jerry even said that one of her personal friends uh, had a room full of paparazzi and then had her house tested for lead in the room that had paparazzi and it was like through the roof what? I don't know the numbers there that's just what Jerry told me so like no one no one tell me that that's like <laughs> false or whatever like I don't know confirmed, that but this yeah is not confirmed grapevine. yeah just through the grapevine that's what I've heard so um so I think there's something there for sure I definitely yeah. think there's something there it's just uh hard to say for right sure. so if we can get you know this if this is proven and someone can say this was definitely caused by you know mm-hmm. this story then that's when you know the um the ft the fda possibly maybe could step in because it's toxic um and also if would the- it be the fda it'd probably be the ftc the FDA is Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, I was saying like uh, with the medical part of it. Oh, that's maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, there's probably a lot of other just government agencies that would step yeah. in with that. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, and, you know, with paparazzi, um, also, you know, if the company loses a lot of money and can't, you know, that, that would definitely help too. And I right. Would, looking at this morning i was looking at their buyback policy and man i feel so bad bad. for Mm -hmm. these consultants Mm -hmm. i've seen images like photos of people's like there's so much like i saw pictures of like um a moving truck coming in and i'm talking massive massive Mm -hmm. amounts of jewelry how would mm-hmm. first of all how how in the hell would they ever sell that much jewelry i mean they weren't oh that's the thing yeah they <laughs> but weren't. the other thing is too getting it of their speaking of their buyback program it is only available to active consultants once you quit you can't give anything back so so like i mean for tracy for example has a whole room full of paparazzi jewelry and now now that you know the lead and nickel and stuff thing has come out she's like i'm not selling this anymore right. so now i have so much inventory i don't even know how to get rid of it because it could be toxic like right you know. I hate that. Um, but yeah i mean she can't sell that stuff back to paparazzi into anyone who doesn't know any better you know they quit paparazzi or they get terminated then it's just like nope sorry like we no buyback program for you for anything so then they would be screwed um yeah the whole thing is really messed up it really is i i read that um only merchandise with a manufacturer defect may be returned and it's only x amount of day three days from Mm -hmm. the delivery date yeah and the problem with that is too what i was told is that a lot of times they will buy 
you know, boxes and boxes and boxes of stock and they don't always get to it within the three days after it's been delivered. Yeah. So they won't even know that it's been broken until they go to actually go through it, you know, sometimes weeks later. Right. Um, there's just a lot to it, but no, see, I think that that's more of the refund policy, but there is a buyback program. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah. you know, and, and I think LuLaRoe even had one like that too, where it's like, yeah, yeah, you will, we'll buy your stuff back. But there were a lot of like implications and then they took it away completely. So I don't know. Paparazzi's got another just bad buyback program, but the fact that they have one is like a buying point for MLMs, which is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, this, I feel so my heart breaks for all of these consultants. It truly does because, you know, and I say this all the time, I interviewed someone with a PhD and I, I've interviewed a very highly educated individuals and they have, um, fell victim to MLMs. So it does not discriminate on education level at all. Yeah, it doesn't. And like, I see these people with so much jewelry and I'm like, did it not occur to them to just stop buying this stuff because they're not selling it? But I guess once you are like in it and you're encouraged and you're pumped up, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's just what I, I feel like, you know, right. But they're also, most of them are not keeping track of what they're buying and what they're spending and then what they're actually selling because the whole thing, like I was saying, like, their profits from selling the jewelry is given to them in a $5 chunk from the customer, not from paparazzi. It's like, hey, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, right? Exactly. So they would be the ones that have to keep track of how much they're actually selling and making. Paparazzi only knows how much they bought from them, how much uh, inventory they bought. They don't keep track of anything else. So it's not like you can go print a report of how much you've sold. You have to make that report yourself. I think the problem is, is that a lot of them don't know that they're not making any money. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You do have to say, okay, so how much did I, you know, even like, let's say that, and I do not think that craft shows and craft fairs should allow MLMs in, in the first place. Right. It, it negatively affects real, you know, legitimate small businesses and ethical businesses. Um, but you know, if, if these people take into consideration, so they buy, they purchase the jewelry, they purchase the inventory, they purchase um, things to display the stuff on. Um, if they do craft fairs, they have to pay a fee for that. There's just so many things mm-hmm. that go into it, you know. And yeah, if they're not writing everything down. You know, I guess when it comes tax time, I don't know, but dude, the whole tax thing with paparazzi too is messed up because they, so again, you buy the pieces outright from paparazzi and you pay sales tax for them. So you're not even, you know, they say you spend two seventy five per piece and then you sell it for $5. There you go. Well, you're not actually just spending two seventy five per piece. There's, right. you know, your state tax attached to it, which varies by state. Yeah. But so um, a lot of them aren't even charging sales tax when they're selling to customers. So that cuts into their profits too. If you buy something for, 275 plus tax and then you sell it for five dollars not plus tax you just that's yeah it it, yeah that cuts into the tax and then they have to ship it to the customers themselves you got to pay for shipping well obviously you could charge the customer for that but you got to buy the shipping envelopes 
Um, are, are you getting business cards? Are you, you know, all of that stuff, even if it's just pennies, even if like you're getting little like bags to put them in when you ship them or something, like, even if it's like two cents a bag, it's like, that's two cents coming out of a two twenty five profit. That's not a lot. Right. There's a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. A lot of factors that go into mm-hmm. it. So, uh, yeah. So when they, they like to brag, oh, it's a 45% commission. No, it's not. <laughs> um, in, uh, on the most frugal side of it, you're probably still making less than $2 per piece you sell. Yeah. And, and that's on the, the time you're putting into it. Oh yeah. Because then, then you have to, you know, organize all of your orders and, and ship them out go to the post office, you know, yeah, it's not a good business model at all. There's no way to make a profit, a real substantial profit with paparazzi if you're not building a team. Exactly. And that's, and that's cool. why it's a pyramid scheme. That's <laughs> just about to say that. That's what makes it a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they purchase these, these products, they make the money um, off of whatever they sell, but you said that they get bonuses, right, for recruitment. So, I mean, the the bonus checks, when they say they got a commission check or a bonus check, that comes from their uh, paparazzi distributors in their downlines of what they bought in inv- inventory. So, yeah. So I don't think they get, well, maybe they get a bonus for recruiting people, sorry, <laughs> to their team. But um, I what more what it more so is, is they get, a bonus based on how much their team is buying an inventory to then go off and sell on Facebook live. So they're only getting bonus commission checks off of what people are buying in inventory, not what they're selling. Right. Does that make sense? Do you see what I'm saying? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So this is a complicated business structure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter how much your downline is actually going on Facebook live to sell. Right. Right. How much inventory they are buying. Right. They could buy a hundred pieces and not sell a single one. And you're still going to get your bonus check for those hundred pieces that that consultant bought. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. (laughs) It really is messed up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think years ago, and I want to touch on this real quick, but I do remember like someone, like if you make it to the top, they like design a piece of jewelry or you get to design a piece of jewelry Mm -hmm. um, for the company. So what it is, is I think it's called the Z piece, Z-I. Um, and I don't remember, there's like a whole life of the party thing. They have like a bunch of different, I don't know, like titles and stuff that I even to this day don't understand all of them. I could probably look into it and educate myself, but it's not a big deal. So, but anyway, um, yeah, they say you get to design your own piece of jewelry, but really what it is, is like what Tracy explained it to me was, is like they take a piece of jewelry that already exists within paparazzi and they give you like a chance to change the color of it or something. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you could have a bracelet that only comes in green and then, um, well, I want it in pink. Okay, mm-hmm. here you go. Um, yeah, that's, that's the, the piece they get to design. Yeah, that's, man, this stuff's so, t- I mean, no offense. The, I'm sorry that you guys sold if you're listening, but, you know, a lot of these pieces are just tacky to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. They're super they tacky. They like so grand and stuff like at these conventions, like, Oh, we're just ritzy, ritzy and all the top, you know, but we're wearing a jewelry that, you know, they didn't know, I guess, is full of lead and nickel and breaking people's skin out. So, man. I'm 
I mean, and I'm not a big jewelry wearer, but like I've never seen a piece of paparazzi jewelry that I said, oh, that's cute, you know? Not a single one. I think they're all tacky. <laughs> I've seen any of that either. Um, back in the early anti-MLM days, before I knew the extent of everything, I would go on lives and kind of troll them. You were <laughs> one of those trolls? <laughs> I didn't know better. Uh, wow, such a bully. Uh, yeah, so I would go on the lives and... It's so funny because like two weeks ago, I saw someone on a live selling paparazzi and I just poked my little head in and I was like, you know, I'm just going to say something. I was like, oh, the paparazzi. I was like, oh, it's paparazzi. And she said, this is my own personal boutique. Mm. It's not an MLM. It had the whole, it had the black tags with the, with the pink logo. It was paparazzi. It was. No, right. we see it. Um, and then the other day at uh, my local secondhand store, I saw a piece of paparazzi with a tax on it. And guess how much they wanted for it? How much? Eight bucks. What? Yes. It wasn't even five. Well, so what, how I understand it is, um, well, you said secondhand, so like a thrift store? Yeah, like a thrift store. And whoever I just put the tag oh my god that's yeah. funny um but i mean obviously the person who put that tag on doesn't know where that jewelry comes from so well, see, they, they rent booths out in this store so and then oh. the owner gets a cut so how i understand it then is like paparazzi says in their policies and procedures that you are not allowed to sell the jewelry for less than five dollars oh so they can technically but that's like their whole thing five dollars right. Yeah. But I mean, I guess if, if you are selling at a secondhand, like a, a pop-up event like that, and you have to give a part of your profits to the event, maybe they're probably just like, okay, well, $8, uh, $3 is your cut. I get a $5 cut. That's probably what it is. But then I, obviously they don't market it that hit. way. I feel really guilty for not hiding it. I'm sorry to the woman who's trying to sell it, but I, I feel guilty for not hiding it. Yeah. I don't want anyone to get it because who knows that piece could like break someone's arm out. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know about this stuff. And this is yet again, another example. I always say this. You cannot trust MLMs. You cannot trust this, these companies. Mm -hmm. They are out only to make money. They don't care about the consultants. They, they don't give a shit. Um, as don't. long as they're getting their money. Mm -hmm. They don't care if you are broke out and high from head to damn toe, like in, in the, the, the part that they're trying to actually put it onto the actual distributor and not take any um, responsibility for this. I, you know, I pray, I do, that people leave this company because that, you know, if they don't shut down because of all the crap that's going on, that's how this company will lose its money is from people stop buying it don't buy it you're not helping a friend you're not helping a family member if you purchase this you're just going to make them buy more infant like just don't mm -hmm. do it like you yeah. may think you're helping them but you are not helping them yeah uh, i mean at least you could say like for other mlms uh, when you're not holding an inventory like going to their replicated website and buying something oh yeah that's helping them they get a five dollar commission off of what i bought but like especially with paparazzi it's like, no, uh, no, because they, they're, they have to go buy more inventory that they're not going to sell. It's just, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it, it, it truly is um, a pyramid scheme and, and it's legal. 
which mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably not legal. Like if you really look into it, but it's happening, it's happening. So, um, yeah, so don't purchase this stuff. If you are with this company, just please leave this company. I know that people have so much in inventory and they have all of this on the line. And I really feel bad for people who look, you're probably going to lose money. I mean, you're going to lose money, but it's better to have lost this much money that you're at right now than down the road lose even more money because you are going to continue to lose more and more and more and you're going to dig yourself deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and there really is no way out yep pretty much so i said it better myself <laughs> oh gosh okay um, <laughs> uh so do you, on your channel um you have a playlist right is it a playlist for paparazzi because i didn't even look no i need i've been meaning to make this because like i need to go through all of my i think i have like hundreds of videos at this point i mean i know i have at, uh, m- multiple hundreds of videos i need to put them into like their own playlist based on company right I just ha- i'm like when when am i gonna have time to do that i should have been doing it from the beginning i never did well i mean people can go technically people can go through and look for your paparazzi videos and put it in their own playlist like if, if people yeah, listen i mean i always hashtag or like i'll put it in the tags like so if you were to go to youtube and search like savannah marie and then whatever company it, those videos would probably show up that way but but that's not enough i need to i, I need to go through and organize all of them but I just haven't. <laughs> I mean, you have kids and it's yeah. so, this is real life. Like, no one can see what's going on on our Zoom call, but I mean, I straight up have a bag on my head right now and a baby on my lap. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a literal bag. So yep. <laughs> it's not bleach under there, thank goodness. No, it's not bleach. It's ass. just hair color. Um. But yeah, I mean, I just want everyone to, and I always say this, just research, research, research. If you have a friend, if you have a family member that's involved with one of these companies, you know, if, if you're just, you can't just say, like I used to do, you're in a cult, because that does turn them away. I've learned that. Um, but there is ways to approach this, um, you know, to help a friend or a family member out of this. Um, and it is a cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I want everyone to also check out um, Crack the Crown, and I will leave all of that information in the show notes. Of course, I'll leave Savannah's YouTube channel in the show notes. And yeah, so. Thank you. Thank you for all of that. Um, yeah, Crack the Crown is doing some amazing things. Like, I do want to say that I think I'm getting way too much credit <laughs> with the Crack the Crown stuff because, like, I, I kind of just got like, I don't know, roped into it. And I kind of just show up and talk shit and then like make some videos about all the stuff. But like, really, I mean, Tracy and Jerry and Caroline, man, they're killing it over there. They're absolutely killing it. And like, I feel guilty being <laughs> like roped in with them because uh-huh. that's a lot of greatness going on over there. And I'm just over here for the ride. You know, everyone <laughs> saw your videos, you know, like back whenever you first started. Mm-hmm. I've grown with that maybe. Um, I don't know. I I know I deserve some credit, but like I, it's hard for me to take what other people want me to take from Crack the Crown because I'm like, that's them. I'm just like, I'm yeah. just one of their friends. I'm like their weird friend in the corner, just like showing up to talk shit. <laughs> Separate from Savannah. Savannah made videos a long time ago. Crack the Crown. The people involved Crack the Crown and Savannah. They kind of did a little mashup here and. 
they're tackling it together. Serena's like mm-hmm. the the mediator, I guess. And that's how it started. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, this company. I can. I have a list in my notes on my phone of MLMs that have been shut down. So hopefully sooner rather than later, I can add paparazzi to the list. I freaking hope so. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me on. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. So I felt like I needed to go ahead and get this episode out as a bonus episode because it's pretty time sensitive. It's happening right now as we speak. So thanks so much for listening, everyone, and I hope that everyone has a great rest of the day and a great weekend.